Oh my God, he's back again. Hello, friends. This is Jimmy Sam from Another Truth. I'm going to pop off another podcast here with the mighty Brad Biro. Let's see what's up. Hello, party people. This is Jimmy Sam with another truth. Hope you're all doing fine. I'm doing great. Might have something to do with the Jack Daniels I am drinking currently. It is, oh, what day is it? I think we know what day it is. Monday, May 30th, 2022. Um, It's Memorial Day. I chose to do a podcast with the the mighty Brad Biro. I hope I'm saying that right, Brad. If I'm not, I'll correct it soon when I learn how to talk into a microphone. Is that loud enough? Oh, that is. Oh, my God. Hot, hot mic, hot mic. Oh, shit. Anyway, yeah, as I said, I hope you're all doing fine. I'm doing great. (laughs) Obviously, it's uh, helped by booze, which is great. Anyway, I've always uh, known Brad through Facebook. I'm going to find out if I actually have met each other. We have met each other in person (laughs) right now a couple of times. But he always has some great posts. I know he does some DJing, karaoke. Uh, It just looks like a guy that's right up my alley. So I'm hoping to have a good time with him here with you all. And we're going to learn about him together. So, uh. Love you guys, and let's get this going. Hello. Hello, Brad. How's it going, man? Good, my man. How you doing? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> All right, fantastic. I'm just trying to get you potted up here real quick. Oh, cool, man. All right. How you doing this fabulous Memorial Day? Oh, I had a nice long soak in a hot tub today. It was great. Oh, you are living the life. holy shit man well hey thanks for uh taking the uh interview man i really appreciate it oh not a problem man cool um let's start off with how do we know each other do we just hang at the the hideout thing what is going on how do Um, we find out about each other you think (laughs) (laughs) we we have a lot of friends in common all right i figured Um, that has to be part of it uh, I, uh, you used to run uh, Jimmy Sam's, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. I, I don't know if we've actually met, but uh, I know Kevin was talking a, a lot of good things about your shop there. Uh, Garish? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So how old are you, by the way? Ish. Mm, you want to give it away. I prefer not to. to answer. No, I, I was born <laughs> at 74, so I'm old. Oh, you're young. No, that's young to me, brother. You're good. <laughs> Forever young <Okay>. with me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, I was just, uh, I did a little preamble here beforehand. I was like, man, I know I've at least seen you. Do you just, do you do uh, DJ and karaoke? Yes. Okay, cool. Because I was like, I know I've seen this guy around a lot. And obviously... I was probably altered, but I know I always had a good time when you were around. So I just want to—I <laughs> wanted to yeah, kick it off and, with that. <laughs> and me, I you know, uh, memory-altering substances as well. Um, I, I tend to not remember people's names if they don't sing with me. So, so there, there's a good possibility that we have met and hung out and. Oh, I know what we have. Not, I know but... my wife has sang with you before, so I'm just like, I know it, but I'm just trying to get it all, all the fuzzy parts back. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, you moved out of the area a few years back, right? Yes, sir. Yep, yep. Okay. Now I'm in tropical okay. Iowa. 
but uh, definitely <laughs> nice. been uh, keeping up with you on the old Facebooks. I always love your posts, man. You crack me up. You you like seem like a hustler. <laughs> I was like, I love all this stuff about you. So I was like, I'm, I got to have him on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, constantly out there trying to make a buck, pay my bills, uh, keep uh, keep questioning authorities off of my back. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> when did you uh, get into the? How did uh, young Brad start? What, what uh, brought you into all this uh, entertainment biz? Uh, well, I, uh, well, okay, we, we can talk <laughs> about bands way back in high school, which, uh, the, the guitar player from my band was, uh, at one of my shows, uh, just Saturday night. Cool. We were doing a two man show, me and my friend Corey, who plays trumpet and keyboards. And, uh, to, you know, we brought in my karaoke setup for PA and backing band. Nice. And uh, we we did a show out in Lockport where I went to high school, and uh, it was it was a nice place. I was pretty impressed with the joint. Embers, okay. Um, it used to be Hotel President way back when, and, oh, and okay. they had a fire. They had a fire. It burned out most of the building, but when they built it back up into a bar, they named it Embers in memory of the fire. So <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's pretty right. metal. <laughs> <laughs> So there, there was that. Then I ran off and joined the circus or the military. And if you've been in the military, it's definitely a circus. <laughs> Were you a Marine? <laughs> yes. Yes. Fantastic. Well, thank you, man. And hey, thank you. What a perfect day. <laughs> hey, no problem. Oh, today's about the people that have fallen. I'm not yes, one of those. That's right. Thank God. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll take that. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. So how long, how long was your stint in the military? I did my four and got out. Okay, I, cool. I got married when I was in. My wife wanted to move back here as soon as possible, so we did that. And uh, and and then I got a divorce. So <laughs> yeah, I did that too. That's fantastic. That's the that's the starter marriage. <laughs> yeah, but I could have stayed in Southern California. Oh God. <laughs> no regrets, though, man. No regrets. Oh, awesome. Good. Damn. Yeah, so sometime around uh, 2003, 2004, back when uh, the Big Easy was still open, I started going to karaoke shows. Okay. Um, That's Yorkville, right? We, yeah. Yeah, that Yorkville. was a good joint. Well, that was a good joint. That was, that was. I, I became pretty good friends with the guy that was running the karaoke show, and next thing you know, he's offering me a, a job at the apartment complex he was working at. It was turning over into condos and uh, around the same time he offered me a job filling in for him when he had to take nights off of karaoke and uh, and and then we he had a <clears throat> he had a condo himself and he said why don't you move in here your rent will be cheaper said, okay yeah. A couple months after that, he set, set me up with an entire uh, sound system, karaoke library, all that, and said, you have this show at <laughs> uh, at 16 West, it was at the time. You might remember it as Heart Days or yeah, Mugshots okay. now. Yeah. Um, and that's how I got into the work. But my first time ever singing karaoke was at a place out in Carlsbad, California, uh, called The Alley, which is still open and doing business now. I sang the theme song to Gilligan's Island. <laughs> that was your that first was my, jam? Yep. Were that, you that always a, first a singer? On, uh, or did you like enjoy it? Or just a drunk thing? Or what, how did it start? Uh, well, well, back in my band back in high school age um i was a singer okay i wasn't very good at it <laughs> that's all right that's all. i wasn't very good at it but i was the best out of all of us at it <laughs> <laughs> so so we just kind of took it and ran with it. it had had a lot of fun doing it and you know after uh after high school let up for everybody else we had our drummer move to go off and go to college and 
And then I joined the military and uh, that guitar player that was at our show on Saturday night, he joined the military like a month after me. Okay. Where, uh, where were you at at this time? When you were in the band? What town or oh, where'd you live? I lived in Crest Hill. Everybody else was like Lockport, Homer Glen. Okay. What was the name of the band? Oh, oh, that's, that's a good question. I, I can't, <laughs> can't quite remember, but, uh, it's okay. not like anybody saw us anyways. <laughs> okay. Were you just, uh, garaging it or basement boys? What were you doing? Yeah. But we, uh, you know, we got out and played a couple of shows at the, the thirsty whale back Hell when yes. that was a thing. <laughs> oh, thank God. Finally, I talked to somebody else that knows about the whale. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Great. Excellent. Were so, you guys yeah, uh, it, doing originals or covers, a little bit of both? Uh, mostly originals, which is why we didn't get very far with anything. But, <laughs> I hear uh, you, brother. <laughs> you know, it's it's the Chicago music, mar- music market. If you can't uh, can't play somebody else's songs, you can't play. Yeah, that's right. That's sad and true. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's cool, though. <laughs> Did you dig it, though? Like, how, how young were you? Uh, what was your age when you started singing? For a band, uh, like playing out and stuff. 17, 18, 19. Perfect. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. And so, obviously, you weren't shy from a microphone. Uh, uh, well, uh, yeah, I kind of was then. Okay. But it, it wasn't horrible. I, I had a, a little bit of shyness, but I could still make sounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But, you know, these days I see people with that same kind of shyness, only more acute, and they just, they just freeze at the microphone sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's rare that that happens, but when it happens, you, you kind of feel bad for them because <laughs> they, they realize that they, they're in for a lot more than they bargained for. They realize exactly how long three minutes and 30 seconds are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's so cool, man. And uh, let's see, how long were you uh, doing the band thing in the beginning? Oh, it was about a, a year, year and a half. And then, Military. like I said, most of us went our separate ways. And, uh, you know, we, we, we've we all met up at least once or twice since then. Had some good times. Great. And, uh, you know. And so if you were uh, with <laughs> the Big Easy, that was... Uh, was that 2005-ish? When did you start doing the karaoke thing? Uh, yeah, it was about 2004, 2000, 2005. I started doing, uh, taking over shows for him. It was 2006 that uh, he sold me off into business for myself. Or, yeah, sold me business for myself. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I've been... I've been paying my bills with karaoke money since 2010. Oh, that makes me so happy, man. That is so cool. Yeah. Does that, does that like, that's gotta, I could tell by your posts and stuff like that, that you love doing this stuff. Is it? I, I do love okay, it. Cool. And I'm going to tell you, I'm not getting rich at doing it, but I am paying my bills. That's enough. And uh, I'm keeping off the radar. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So when did you, uh, did you already have like a, a second job while you was when you first started doing it, or did you just jump in? Uh, when I started doing this, I was uh, doing uh, maintenance at that condo complex in Naperville. Okay, the guy that got me into the karaoke business got me into that gig. All right, and uh, the apartment complex was switching over to condos, so. They needed a maintenance guy. Well, a couple of years after that, I got downsized and uh, I did a little bit of scrambling, a little bit of soul searching, figuring out where my bills are and how I'm going to pay them. And then I realized I could do this without a day job. That's got to feel great. (laughs) It's been it's been hectic at times. Yes. It's been stressful at times, but uh, overall, uh, I'm glad I'm in this position. Oh, that's cool, man. Uh, you say you're doing DJing too? 
Oh yeah, I pick up uh, weddings every here and there. Cool, uh, cool. Most most of what I do is uh, is the karaoke though. Okay. And have you so, like uh, you got to see this like from the basically the uh, it's kind of like the American inception of it. Like when it came out, you were kind of there, right? Because didn't that start big for us in the two thousands, like early two thousands? Um, it started getting huge around then. Okay, and. All right. Um, like I said, when I first sang my first karaoke song out there in Carlsbad, California, (laughs) um, I'd been going to this bar for months because they had the cheapest drinks. Perfect. And Mm -hmm. they had karaoke, I think three or four nights a week. And it was a really easy going bar. A lot of nice people there. That's huge. And, uh, I, I made a lot of friends there and I never sang until like my last night there. Really? <laughs> just like, <laughs> just gonna let it all hang out and here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that's Yeah, cool. you can't go wrong with the Gilling, Gilligan's Island theme song, you know? <laughs> yeah, because I, I do believe I now I'm, I'm remembering bits and pieces of my youngsterdom. <laughs> That you yes. you would also help people like sing when they come up too, right? Like you would like duet with them and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah okay, like if cool. somebody's uh, singing a song and uh, you know I can hear the background vocals in the track, but they're they they never come loud enough. <laughs> they never come loud enough. So if somebody's somebody's uh, struggling a little bit, I'll help them out a little bit. If they're doing well, and and I think that the background vocal track is too low and they really need a little bit more push on that end, I'll come in and help them then. That's so fun, man. Where did you uh, karaoke in Sandwich? Um, let me see. I did the Bull Moose. All right. Definitely. Um, derailed. Cool. Um, and currently at Lee's place and vines. Oh, you're doing vines too. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Do you know, uh, Jason, Jason Davis? Uh, you know, I've met him once or twice in passing. I, I don't think I've ever had a full conversation with him. Just, uh, you know, texting, uh, back and forth details of you want to work for us. Oh, cool. Good. He's a great guy, man. I hope he treats. I know he'll treat you right. He's a good dude. That oh, so far happy. so good, man. Cool. Have you he's, done his other place, uh, Susie's? Susie's. Uh, I've only been to Susie's. Uh, well, not not enough to you know do a regular show there, but okay. Cool. I know he used to do the DJing there, and yeah, I kind of yeah. didn't want to step on somebody else's toes in the business, you know. That's cool. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, man. That, that's cool, man. So yeah, I definitely have seen you around. I know what you've done. Um, wow. So you got some years in this business. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Is, um, I got to ask just cause we're all living through it. And that's kind of when I started the podcast was during this, uh, pandemic shit. But how was that, uh, you know, especially for you, like going through that and people not coming out and, was that a bit of an adjustment? That whole, Oh, that uh, was a shit show. I bet, bro. I, I, I'm sorry. If you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. But it's way interesting uh, to me. because Brother, are, I oh. am here to talk about it. <laughs> please do. Please. <laughs> okay. So y- you remember when the shutdowns happened? Course, uh, yeah. Oh, wait. You're, you're, in, you're in Iowa. So the shutdowns might have happened at a different point for you. But in Illinois, um, they happened the Monday before St. Patrick's Day. Oh my god. Which is a huge <laughs> bar night. Yep, of course. So, okay, I I get the I get the word from the TV and the internet's and all that we're closing down everything. 2 weeks to slow the spread. Yep, 2 weeks. Okay, well, bills are going to be tight for a couple weeks, but I can manage. I can figure this out. Is that honestly oh, what you thought at that time too? You're like, well, two weeks, I can deal. I'm going to squeak oh, yeah. it through. Okay. I, I just, yeah, it, it's just, I'm sorry. It's just so interesting <laughs> to me because especially like, you know, you're in that kind of uh, way of making money with, where you need people and a place. So keep going. Yep. I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. So 
Well, that, uh, that two weeks, as we well know, turned into months <laughs> and longer. So, um, yeah, my, my money's running out and, uh, unemployment is completely unresponsive. Oh man. They shut down their offices too. And, uh, with, uh, with the deluge of people just having to turn to unemployment, not only were they completely overwhelmed, but they were completely unequipped to deal with the gig work side. I bet. So after weeks of trying to call the unemployment line and going to Illinois unemployment website and uh, weeks, weeks, and, you know, you start hearing that they're going to pay extra for unemployment checks and gig workers are going to get something and more of this and more of that. Well, I had, and I love my parents for this. They were on my ass constantly. Yeah. Get, did you call unemployment? Yes, I've called unemployment. I've called unemployment so many times yesterday. I tried the website to get on so many times. Nothing. Oh, my God. Finally, one, one morning, I sat down with my phone and a, a pad of paper and a pen. And... I set I set out trying to count how many times it took me to get through without a busy signal. Then I realized my phone counts that for me, so I don't have to. Do <laughs> I, have, I don't have to do the pen and paper thing, but I kept the pen and paper there to uh, give me the you know listen to the automated server menu. Oh my god! And get the right numbers for what I need to do. And, uh, I, I started calling at nine in the morning by 11 that morning. I had called 405 times. Holy shit. Yeah. Listen to that people. (laughs) And only got through to the automated menu five times. And by the time I navigated the menu to where I needed to go to actually talk somebody. Yeah. Hung up on me. Oh, it just died. Uh, yeah, they, like, no. they cut it off on their end. <laughs> Holy shit. Automatically, because there was nobody on those phone systems. Wow. Holy shit, he got through? We better cut him off. And this was after <laughs> weeks, like yeah, beyond the two weeks. weeks of trying, yeah. Holy beyond shit. Beyond the two weeks, you know, after it was well known that everybody was, uh, even the gig economy workers were going to get their their fair share. Well, it ended up finally happening. Thank goodness. But I, I, after going on the Illinois, uh, um, unemployment website and trying to call all of their numbers and everything, nowhere, nowhere on their regular unemployment site. Did it have anything linking to the, pandemic unemployment assistance website for Illinois. Ah, amazing. Which is what somebody finally gave me that website to and said, here, this one will get you what you need. Oh my God. That... Three ring circus. I just be glad that you were out of Illinois. Yeah. Jesus. It sounds... <laughs> oh my God. I just, I'm trying to put myself where you were at and thinking what I would do at the time. I mean, it it sounds incredibly the at the very least frustrating. If not, oh, I was like, losing my mind. Dude. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's oh wow. So you finally get some assistance. I finally got through, and I, I, to their credit, I got all the back pay. Cool. All that right. I should have gotten. That's good. And. uh yeah, so then I, I was working, and not working, but had way more money in my account than I thought I should have. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, you, you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. Yep. Uh, okay, so uh, I'll just sit on this for a little while. 
until they tell us it's going to be another six months till we can get back to work. Yeah. Oh my God. And then the extra money ran out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that wasn't a permanent thing. And oh. you know, and, and then of course me being a gig economy worker, I had to take the lowest amount every other week that they could pay me was 170 some odd dollars. What? So when the extra money ran out, ran out, I had enough money coming in from one of my shows a week. Holy shit. <laughs> and how long did that last? Oh goodness. Okay. So it lasted, um, theoretically it lasted until, <laughs> Oh my God. Until early 2021. Wow. Well, some bars were opening back up and, uh, you know, two of my bars were, yeah, we're going to be open, but we're not expecting as many people to come in to actually need your services. Yeah. yeah. Go figure. Uh, and the one place I got out in Aurora was like, yeah, well, we want to open back up and make it look like business as usual to get people coming back in. And I love that they did that because I got a, got a couple of gigs, cool. you know, uh, I think that was around September, 2020, they opened back up and then they shut us down like a month and a half later. Oh shit. Because so you were COVID part of that surged. too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. This fucking roller coaster. <laughs> How did you keep it together, man? Cause you're like, obviously used to nightlife and moving your gear and doing shit. How was that yeah, well, just mentally for you, man? Oh, but mentally I'm too stubborn to fucking quit. So oh, that's, all right. Marine, that's okay. how that works. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, no, I, I started, I started thinking about that. I, I, I should get a job. And then I started seeing everybody is leaving jobs and yep. what the hell is going on with this? But, um, that's, I stuck with the, uh, I'm going to wait this out cause it can't get any worse. Okay. And then I had, uh. I had my bar out in Montgomery at the time called me around the same time my bar in Aurora called me and both of them said, Hey, let's get back to business. Uh, That was, that was in the spring of 2021. Excellent. And, uh, well, it was slow going at both places, trying to build back up the clientele that was used to come there so regularly. Yeah. Cause I don't know if anyone knows this too, but. Even with, I mean, I was a band guy, but even with karaoke, you got to develop your following. It's all, we come there because of you and what you bring, right? Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. It's like, I need, I need this charming motherfucker to make me feel like singing, to make it fun. I mean, you bring a business to the whole thing. So you're basically starting that again from scratch with a bunch of scared motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it, oh it was an uphill uphill slog at first and then and then the most wonderful thing in the world happened they started easing restrictions just in time for summer (laughs) oh my god and uh i I don't i don't know if you're aware of this but uh during (laughs) the summer months karaoke (laughs) kind of slows down yeah yeah yeah. because of uh you know people wanting to be outside and all that good stuff. Well, so oh I, a few months later, uh, let me see my, uh, my, my gig in Montgomery, um, had to cancel me out because they weren't making, uh, enough money on the nights I was there. And they had a big, uh, problem with, uh, sewage system there. That's two shitty things. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they had to, they had to cancel me out and I had to 
go looking for work in other places. And, this was one you of your know. normal weekly gigs? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Boar Inn in Montgomery. Hell yes. I know that place. Yeah, it's closed now. Is it really? Yeah, it, it wasn't. Uh, let me see. It wasn't very long ago. I mean, the last the last show I did there, somebody had me come in there after I did my show at Vines uh, late October for a birthday party. So I shut down one show, moved it over to the other place, played for another couple of couple of hours, and uh, wasn't very long after that that they closed their doors for good. Wow. And uh, just to interject really quick, did you see yeah. a lot of places go down? Or oh any? yeah. Okay. Cause nobody ever talks about that either, man. Cause you, you know, as well as I do, that's all a bunch. Usually bars are a bunch of mom and pop type deals. Did you see oh, a yeah. bunch of places go down? Oh, it wasn't just bars either, man. It was, it was all uh, kinds of different places. And, you know, knowing so many people that worked at these places, I start worrying for those guys and yeah, the most everybody landed on their feet. But, Holy shit. you know, I, I just I, never I live thought in downtown I, I Oswego. I look out my windows all the time and I see, oh, that place changed ownership and that place changed ownership. So, you know, down here, I, I wasn't quite seeing all of that with the shutdowns, but I made sure to give business to the Oswego family restaurant because oh, cool. they were... They were uh, advertising if you get a dinner for yourself or, you know, you get a plate for yourself, you get an order for yourself. If you know somebody who is being hit by this economic downturn, we'll give you a free meal for them, too. Really? What was the name of that place? Oswego Family Restaurant. Oh, that's fucking cool. And then um, you remember how there were riots going on around... uh, this time two years ago. Yes. Yes, and all the Black Lives Matter stuff. And and this this is probably the most surreal part of the shutdown for me. Um, somebody started putting those little... Somebody took uh, the Black Lives Matter fist logo and printed it out onto copy paper a couple dozen times on each sheet, cut them out, and started sticking them up by business doors. Okay. Right here in downtown Oswego. Really? Yeah, this was after riots had already hit downtown Aurora, the outlet mall, Chicago, everywhere else that was burning. Well, wow. somebody, somebody, one of the businesses down here decided, oh, no, that means there's going to be riots here. We better board up all the windows and doors. Oh, no. And that's what they did. So, so I'm looking out my window, seeing all of these boards go up on all of the windows on all of the shops. Are you shitting me? Like yep. multiple businesses? Uh, I think the only businesses uh, here in downtown Oswego that didn't get uh, boarded up were um, the library, the bike shop, which is Fox Valley Winery now. Because they already had uh, pretty sturdy glassware. Their (laughs) doors and windows were, you know, the sturdy type. Okay. And I think that's about it. Everything else boarded up. That has got to just blow your mind. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, We're children of the 80s, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Shit was good. so much (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) Oh, my God. And now we're shutting everything down because of the sniffles. And boarding up. <laughs> wow, yeah, man. Well, well, yeah, yeah. So walking my dog through downtown Oswego in the middle of the night got that much more eerie. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> wow. That, what a particular piece of history, man. I hope we don't see that again. <laughs> oh, my God. Fingers crossed, brother. Holy shit, man. So this, this, uh, 
the whole apocalypse thing. How long did that really last for you? Oh. Like everything just going to shit and not knowing. When did you finally gleam like we're coming out out of this? Oh, that that was uh, that was around uh, September 2020 when uh, they started letting bars open up again. I thought false sense of security. I thought things were coming back, but they weren't. Yeah. But uh, it took until about September 21 when my summer month downturn was over and bars were opening back up and stuff. And and I, I realized, okay, I just got my first 30 singer rotation in about two years. I think it's back. Oh, that, that had to feel good though. Cause you got oh, like, just great. being, yeah, being like, you, cause you are, you're an entertainer. It's just like, you could judge and you could feel, but obviously, you know, by head count, what's going on. That had to be mm-hmm. like elation. Oh yeah. And like, like this past Friday night, my gig in Aurora, I had 45 singers in oh, my rotation. Fantastic. Uh, it sucks for the singers because, you right. know, in and they'll out. <laughs> sing a song and wait two hours for their next song. And, you know, you kind of lose people that way. But the people that stick around and really appreciate it make it that much more worthy. Oh, that's cool. Worthwhile for me. Good. Wow, man. What a what a wild time you got to live through being like the, in the entertainment business and grasping on for straws. It's like, that's the part I always want people to realize is what people like you do. You know, it's like, yes, it's Mm. just simply somebody might call it, Oh, we're going to go out and do karaoke. Ha ha ha. But no, we get to go out and do this stuff and somebody puts it on for us and makes it happen and creates an evening out of it. You know, it's, it's really huge. It really is. I just, it always, I always admire people doing the stuff that you're doing. (laughs) Thank you, man. No, I really, I really do, man. It's cause it's huge, you know, especially when you see it get taken away from you, you're like, wait, maybe that little silly night of me just going out and doing, uh, the, the karaoke or the, uh, trivia or something like that. That's actually a part of my real life and I enjoy it, you know? Yeah. But at the same time I was losing my mind like everybody else was. Yeah, I bet man. So, wow. You know, everything that happened over that, well, we'll just go ahead and call it two years now since, uh, uh, and Everybody lost something. Everybody, uh, whether losing their ability to drive because they didn't have to make that ass commute to uh, Chicago or whatever. Yep. Um, definitely saw that when people started <laughs> getting out from underneath the restrictions. Okay, this this guy hasn't driven the entire time. <laughs> How do you know? Look at him. <laughs> I got to drive so defensively. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, man. That, that is so wild, man. Thanks for sharing that. I didn't mean to, I didn't want to put a bummer on this, but I always want people in this kind of business to, for everyone else to notice, to know what they do and how they get through it too. Cause it's not like a regular job. You know, your job depends on people being out and, yeah. wanting to be entertained, you know, it's huge. It's really a huge part of our lifestyle. So it always interests Absolutely. Me. And, and for those of you listening, we love you. We appreciate your support. Every time we see you, it's a great time. Oh, that's cool, man. And I always tell by your posting and what you do, and hopefully I'm going to get back around the area and see you do this live again sometime. But, uh, is it, 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 it seems like it's very fulfilling for you. Like you have a night where people are singing or when you're, you know, you'll obviously fill the the space. If somebody's not there, you're, you're singing also. Do you always put yourself 
uh, in the mix? Like, do you always sing a couple songs in the evening, or how do you do it? Oh, yeah, I take turns just uh, uh, right along with everybody else. Cool, that's awesome. So if somebody else is singing, I'm singing there right with right there with them. If nobody else is singing, I might sing a little bit less. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, you know, if 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 the bar's a ghost town, um, what am I gonna sing to the bartender? That's gonna get <laughs> awkward pretty quick. <laughs> He's locking eyes with me all night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, what what do you think has been your uh, best takeaway through all these weird times and stuff like that? Well, they can kill you, but they can't eat you. I Wait. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, my best take my best takeaway from it is don't get too far into your own head. Yeah. Okay. Because that's where things get dangerous. I like, I like that. I had to remind myself every day during the worst parts of this, I had to remind myself this shit's going to blow over. And when it does, you're going to be busy again. Yeah. Look forward to that. Did you have a good uh, support system from your family or friends like that when it was going through these times? Because obviously they know what you do for a living. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, like, I already touched on where where my parents were in this uh, kind of on my ass to get on unemployment. And while it was a pain in the ass, I love them for it. Good. <laughs> yeah, because you needed to again, sustain yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Then again, I also had uh, a couple other releases. I had um, I had my gaming group, and we get together. Well, during the pandemic, we didn't get together on Tuesday nights for our Dungeons and Dragons sessions. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute. Yeah. Finally, yeah, after this might be my almost ninetieth episode. Do you play D anD D, bro? Fuck yeah! Yes. Thank you, God. Um, One I'm other person. I'm running the game tomorrow. <laughs> Are you DM? I, I we take turns DMing. Um, oh, this makes me so happy. <laughs> the, the guy whose house we play at is taking a break for right now, so okay. I'm doing every other Tuesday night with another guy in the group, and he's running a uh, Fallout. Ooh, Fallout Three tabletop role play game. Uh, You're talking like the the video game? Yes, sir. Oh, that is so fantastic. This makes me so... <laughs> no, it's, it's, this couldn't be any more perfect because I got a podcast coming up with a couple of... I DM myself. And, uh, oh, nice. Yeah, I got a podcast coming up with a couple of the ones just to freak people out and make them not tune in. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but man, that was a huge thing. Did you play on uh, Roll20 during the pandemic or anything? Uh, Any of the we, virtual tabletops or no, no, no. We we kind of steer away from the technological side of it. Keep it with uh, books and paper and no. I would much rather do that. But now I live in uh, BF uh, Iowa. All my friends are live in Illinois, so I had to oh, go. And to... those and those <laughs> virtual tabletops are great for that. Dude, from it, everything I've seen from the community, those things are great for that. Yeah. But it literally we using, sustained me. Yeah. Yeah. We were doing Google Hangouts, which was kind of like yep. a Zoom call. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And, uh, you know, nobody, not everybody could talk at once like they do at the table, which is part of the <laughs> charm of the game, I think. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and uh, a handful of us from that same Dungeons and Dragons group actually kept getting together every Sunday at the house we play at and doing other tabletop games. Oh, dude, that, that makes me so happy just because, I mean, we, we all went, uh, you know, we talk about mental, uh, mental, <laughs> mental health <laughs> during all this, uh, you know, the, the pandemic yeah. and everything like that. And that literally did sustain me was playing. I had a new group of uh, people. I didn't know a buddy offered me to jump in their virtual group to play D and D. Yeah. And man, it is such a, 
it like makes things like everything was normal when I was playing D and D. I think you know what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, so cool, man. We we had the benefit. Uh, you know, we kept our D and D sessions online for a while. Cool. But you know, we sat down at my buddy Justin's house to do these just other tabletop games and. What'd you play? Just, Trust me, I'm all into this, so just tell me whatever you played. <laughs> um Mansions of Madness. Okay. Uh, um we've we've played uh the Settlers of Catan. Nice. Um, is that all more board game or is that uh pen and paper too? That's more board game. We played mm-hmm. uh like Terraforming Mars. Oh nice. Did you do any Gloomhaven? Um, no, no, I, I have not either. I heard good things. I just didn't know. <laughs> um, no, most, most of our Sunday sessions where we actually got together were just board games. Perfect. Oh, that's cool. That, that is huge too, man. That, uh, that's Dino uh, Island. I just recently yes. kicked everybody's ass at, which doesn't happen very often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I play so with, they're cool. pretty damn good at these things. All right. This is fantastic, man. That is so cool. Yeah, I did not. That's an extra treat for me. I did not know that. And uh, how long have you been playing uh, tabletop games? Oh, oh, it's, it's, I kind of shied away from them a lot, into, honestly, until the pandemic hit. Okay. And that was the only other human interaction I was getting. Yep. Except for masking up and going to Walmart. <laughs> that's a journey in itself yeah i think at some point during the the pandemic i i said to uh, one of my other friends i don't think i'll ever go into walmart without a mask again <laughs> it's funny because it's true <laughs> <laughs> oh holy shit man that that cool that just uh, totally made my my weekend because that was it was just like it was a huge thing for me too as far as my mental health i was like I had my family, my, my wife and my child here and, you know, yeah. but I was just like, it was still a new area to me and my homies were all in Illinois. So being oh, able yeah, to play that, that D&D. Had to have been rough on you, man. Dude, it sucked. <laughs> so to get along with my homies every now and then and uh, destroy some orcs and stuff was always a good time. So Fuck yeah. Yeah, yes, yes. This makes me so happy. All right, man. Hey, uh. Thanks for getting with I, me. I was running uh, uh, Storm King's Thunder nice. uh, during the pandemic. And uh, by the time we wrapped it up, we were back on, back at the table by the time we wrapped that up. Oh, really? Just throwing actual dice. Yes. That, yeah. See, that's what I missed too. Uh, right now I'm still <laughs> playing virtually. So it's, it's great. But yeah, when you got your friends, I mean, I built a table I'm at it right now <laughs> to, oh, nice. to hang with my friends, you know? And it's just like, it's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> That's yeah, why I, I made the podcast. <laughs> I've been waiting for the, waiting for the right time, but I've been holding on to this 65 inch TV to make a table like that. And you know, really I don't have any room for it. So doesn't matter. <laughs> just do it. It's going to go to somebody. <laughs> oh, that's so cool, man. Yeah. That makes me, uh, incredibly happy but uh what uh where are you going to be uh performing mostly at this year so we can pump you up a little bit see where everyone can see brad okay so um wednesday nights at lee's place uh on the sandwich side of lake holiday if you know lee's place you know where it is there's no disputing it if you don't it's um on the sandwich side of Lake Holiday. Yeah, don't go too far. You'll find yourself probably divorced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's the hogger down there. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you still know what it's called. Thank you. Another fella. <laughs> this is all good. <laughs> oh, my God. No, seriously, I heard somebody call it the hogger like uh, a week ago. And, no shit. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I haven't heard somebody call it that in 
years. <laughs> been a decade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, no. Easily. Like when, when it became high heels, everybody called it the, the, the dirty boot. Yep, yep, the dirty and boot. And that name really stuck. And then finally I heard somebody call it the hogger again. I was like, I am in the right dimension. CERN <laughs> didn't kill us all. <laughs> Oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> and so, uh, let me see. I'm at Mike and Denise's in Aurora off of Farnsworth. Oh, that place is still around? Every Friday. Fantastic. I love that bar. That's cool, man. And Vines on Saturdays. Which is Jason Davis's other joint. That's fantastic, too, man. Yes, sir. Oh, brother. that uh, oh. Right there by Arts and Sandwich. If you know, you know. That's right. <laughs> Oh, man, that's great, man. Hey, and I really appreciate your time, man, especially on this Memorial Day. Um, Brother, not a problem. Oh, well, hey, man, thanks. It's great to get to know you a little bit better, man, and I will see you at one of those places this summer, brother. <laughs> I hope so, man. And right. uh, if you want to talk my ear off again, we'll do this again sometime, maybe? Anytime, my friend. Seriously, if you got something to promote, you got something benefit going on you have my number any freaking time my friend all right brother all right thanks brad you take care nice and we'll chatting. talk to you soon <laughs> peace thanks man bye all right everybody that was brad barrow please if you have a chance go to lee's place go to vines go to mike and denise's check him out wherever you can that guy is a legitimate dude uh, thank you all very much for uh, tuning in again. I really appreciate it. Um, if you can, leave a five-star rating at iTunes. Um, I don't know what else you do on Spotify and shit like that, but I was looking through the analytics, and a lot of people you listen through on Spotify. So just, I guess, like it on Spotify. I don't know what you got to do. You don't have to do anything. I just appreciate you guys tuning in anytime. Thank, thank you for letting me be part of your anything. And uh, this is why I do it, is the people that I get to uh, get to know with you guys and uh, people already know. It doesn't matter. I just love being in communication with you all. Thank you very much. Um, let me see. What else do I got going on? Oh, the, the YouTube cooking channel is coming along. I am refinishing the countertops this week. <laughs> uh, I got some lighting going on. And uh, that should be starting really soon. I'm going to try and bust out a few episodes before putting them out so I can put out a couple right away to try and see if it's worth a shit or not because that's how I do everything. And uh, let me see. What else is going on? It's uh, it's summer, guys. Have a great freaking summer. Uh, we're pandemic-free for the moment. Get out. See your friends. See this world. Check out this mud ball. Because you deserve to see it. Uh, love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. <laughs>